Kemper Profile Trons Talks. Episode It Does Matter. What does matter is uh, indeed that uh, Mr. Thomas Dill is with us today again. Hi, Thomas. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm fine, very fine. Great. Um, we're having a great time. It's 2024 and we have the Kemper Profiler player. And um, this is um, incredibly fun because um, when you're getting into this and you learn how to use it and how flexible this is, uh, this little thing with all the limitations that some people out there uh, are criticizing, um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a fine piece of kit that makes everything a lot easier, especially traveling, meeting friends, uh, going to rehearsals and stuff like that. And um, that's what we want to discuss and shine a little bit of light upon because uh, there are two things. Yeah, it's limited, they say, and also it has no display, they say, which is not true. And that's what we maybe can start with today. Um, let's maybe start with uh, some experiences from your end. Um, you've been doing the tutorial video and you've been working with it for a while uh, so how's that how's your approach to display on kit on gear it's uh normally when i'm working here in the studio i don't care about display or anything uh, with a uh, profiler hat too um, because i use the rig manager so uh, the, the profiler could be placed somewhere um, just with a cable plugged in and the same is with the profiler player but um, when you're on the road when you're in rehearsal rooms so you definitely uh, don't have a computer with yourself but uh, you always have uh, these little things here or maybe an iPad or something like that a tablet like you have beside you and me too um, so then you have instantly access to all the settings, to all the parameters, to everything. And uh, the, the most people are using iPads or tablets, um, yeah, for maybe for cover bands um, on stage um, to, to have their sheets of music or uh, some people uh, use playbacks from uh, iPad. So um, it's there and you have the display. So the first thing, I thought when Christoph uh, or you told me about the player and uh, yeah, I, I, I asked Christoph, how, how is the display? And, and he said, there's no display. <coughs> I thought, oh, <laughs> oh, why? And uh, we, we had some discussions and I said, yeah, but you don't see uh, which song you are playing <laughs> because in the on the profile stage you oh, you oh yeah, yeah, yeah. with mm. the songs and everything but um he told me or he said to me yeah but you know your sounds so the song is blue one and i yeah mm. thought about that i thought about that i worked a little bit with the player and uh it took some time to switch from this nice display and uh, uh, that the the profiler stage tells you when when the coffee break uh, coffee break comes, um, that's not with the player. But um, you 
yeah, you recognize which sounds you are playing. So uh, if you have a pedal board, the pedal board always don't say uh, which if it's a lead sound or if it's a rhythm sound. So you see it because you programmed it. And the same is with the player. Plus, if you have the uh, screen from the iPad or from the iPhone, you have the display. And um, on the iPad, there's a, a second screen. What what do you, did you call it? The I call it the the Rick Rick buttons screen. Matrix. Oh, 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 the Matrix. Yeah, and oh, it's 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 on the phone as well. It's not only on, on the on, iPad. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, but it's and, not on the Rick manager for the computer. Yeah, that's true. But there you have the uh, the slots yeah. um, um, and. Um, yeah, what I was about to say, uh, well, in my case, which is not everybody, of course, uh, but uh, if you're not Bob the, uh, the, if you're not Bob the Eagle with uh, eyes like an eagle, um, I haven't seen what's written on these screens, uh, which are lying on my feet uh, for, I think, never. I've never seen that because uh, um, I'm with glasses and being short-sighted for... Um, um, yeah, my life, I guess. And um, so I couldn't see that except for uh, when I had this Ibanez um, MIDI board. And this thing had uh, with uh, big LED lights, uh, uh, just the program numbers uh, like this on it. So, um, and I had only 12 programs. And since then, it was either, uh, I was only using uh, a couple of sounds anyways on stage or um, I had a screen, but uh, no, I never used more than five uh, sounds and maybe variations of these five sounds, so a maximum 10 on stage. And that was always clear where uh, to go and what to switch. So I've never seen the stuff. Um, anyways, and uh, to put your thing that you have on these greasy beer soaked floors in clubs and put it on your stage the next day to uh, your edits i mean yeah i don't know well it's a question of taste anyways the most important thing is um and uh bear with me that i'm so uh, elaborate about this um i helped once a guy who was a little bit complaining about the situation between the clean sounds and his distorted sounds and we most probably all know at least we should know that the uh, dynamic and the loudness situation between clean sounds and distorted sounds is um, th they are quite different and to make them sound um, volume wise in a band situation equally in terms of levels uh, you have to use a lot of uh, listening instead of uh, um, dialing in um, dBs uh, plus and minus because uh, the uh, impression, uh, the, the, the loudness impression is quite different. And I told uh, uh, all the guys and especially one guy uh, who was in the rehearsal room um, that he should uh, adjust the levels according to what he's hearing out of his rig when the band is playing, when the drummer is playing. And um, then I realized that they have their profilers in racks, in, you know, three profilers in racks, which are located on the floor. So either you're a pedal guy, you're kneeling in front of 
Mm. In the worst case, you're a drummer and get the kick drum always while you're dialing in your sounds. Or uh, you're lying on the on your belly and uh, try to dial in your uh, profiler sounds for the rehearsal room, which is not ideal because uh, um, you rather don't do that. Uh, and that's, that's, that's a problem. So the best thing is be in your listening position, standing up, playing, and your drummer is playing, your bass player is playing, the, you know, actually the band is playing, and you can dial in the sounds like this, you know, and not going away from your listening spot and going to the floor and stuff like that. Yeah, this might sound uh, quite, what can I call it, posh or so, but I'm just talking about efficiency and, and getting the best results possible because then you can dial in the volume and the compression level of your clean sounds compared to your distorted sounds and uh, these things will apply to the situation on stage as well when you're playing shows and help the poor... Um, Uh, FOH engineers to uh, come up with a decent level between your clean sounds and your distorted sounds. Now fast forward to these things because now uh, when you have the player or the stage or the profiler in your rehearsal room uh, with your phone and your um, tablet you can stand up where you are and where you're listening where you are performing and at this very spot dial in your tones and do your edits and you don't have to kneel or to rub around whatever in some dark um, corners where the gear is at and that's very important and that's basically a huge feature compared to uh, the things which have the touch screen on the floor And yeah. a lot of people might say, you, know, you have to say that because the profiler doesn't have the display. No, I'm saying this since um, a long time when um, people could all already uh, play with the apps on their iPad uh, live and stuff like this. And it always caters for a better tone when you're in the position where everybody is hearing the same thing when you dial in the sounds there. And so... Um, This is really, I'm a big, big fan of this. Yeah. I mean, touchscreen is nice, of course, on the device. But if you uh, are not able to stand up and listen and do the things, um, on top of that, um, it's not the same quality, to me at least, which is totally subject subjective, and I'm not talking for Kemper here. But... Um, The other thing is also, you mentioned the matrix. Um, we can, you know, show it briefly. I mean, everybody knows the editor, where you can dial in your, uh, the stuff and uh, the parameters, but the matrix here is quite convenient because you can easily, when you have that next to you, you can uh, switch your sounds. And if you... Can, I can take my screen. And if you're really bold and, and if you guys want to be safe and have your own little router with you when you're playing live or in the uh, rehearsal room, um, you have access directly. You can switch from this one to this one yeah. in no time and they're switching really, really fast. So uh, just for explanation, uh, need to go a bit back. So uh, this is the, the main screen and this little thing, the little green thing here, mm -hmm. switches on the matrix and then you see all the presets here, the, the now active preset, the rig, 
Then, uh, yeah, bank one, two, you see how it's named and everything. Uh, the next six to 10 next banks and change and take it. And if you like to edit everything, then go back here with the arrow and you're in the editor menu. So, and uh, should we take a look at, at everything? What do you think? Yeah, and just uh, to just complete this, um, yep. this, this one is most probably not tuned. I mean, you hear how quickly and seamless that works. And um, this is, I mean, compared to what we were dealing with uh, years ago or um, with pedals and stuff like that, this is so convenient. Um, I'm a big fan, I personally, subjectively, so I can get excited about this because it's such a big step forward. But you are right, let's get into the mechanics a little bit more because um, this is basically then at the end the result, uh, what you're dealing with when you are dialing in your sounds quickly. Um, but the preparation, of course, uh, the real art lies, lies in the preparation, and you know much more about that than I do. I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> so, um, uh, what's nice with that matrix is uh, you. I think you're faster. The, the the workflow is faster than with the rig manager on the computer. So you just hit the button and next rig, next rig for studio situation, just to, to have everything uh, prepared and, and uh, available with one touch. So um, I'm, I'm switching to the other camera. And we take the look, I need to adjust the light. Sorry for that. No problem. Oh, that's cool. Now it looks better. Um, okay, so <clears throat> same as the rig manager on the computer same as the normal rig manager so we have uh, here the signal chain with the system at first the rig menu then input menu and here we have the the effects effect module one and two then amp cap so the stack and then uh, effect module three and four or the delay module and the reverb module and the output in the systems menu there is something so uh, very important the foot switch settings so you can change these foot switch settings we've showed you in another video how to do that so just uh, tip on that and you get this menu and you can uh, advise something like a tap tuner for foot switch 3 everything you want okay then Combo one and combo two. This is something I asked you before. You know it. <laughs> You're the man. <laughs> Please tell everybody what that does that mean. Nothing. It's just wasting your time for for the time being. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm joking, of course. Um, this is supposed to be um, function for if you hit two buttons at the same time, one and two as a combo, both buttons, and then you can apply stuff uh, that should happen when you hit both buttons but uh you know one and two or two and three but this is not implemented yet because um, um there has to be some 
stuff to be discussed, how and how quick and whatever this should work. Um, so that's, this will come in an update. That's why this is already there, but you see it's a little bit uh, uh, faint in terms of uh, uh, the graphics, which means it's not implemented yet. It's there to give you, um, to make you curious and to, to waste your time <laughs> <laughs> trying to, to uh, find out what it does. Actually, it doesn't do anything right now. Uh, be patient. Uh, there will be something um, as soon as possible. But it's great to have so uh, another switching function yeah okay then um yeah the tuner stuff uh, if you have uh, the mute on when you turn the tuner on pedal links if you have a pedal connected expression pedal and all the stuff for um the wi-fi modes and network mode then we go to the rig menu and you see panorama so that means you can turn on the panorama setting so uh, pan the profiler on left and right um, if you need to transpose very important so we have a transpose effect if you want to switch one down normal then yeah try try 12 minus 12 to to, <laughs> to, to, to show uh, um, okay yeah you see um, Because it's tracking really well. It's the transpose yeah. effect from uh, the big guys, uh, the profilers, that a lot of uh, bands are using when they are, um, you know, uh, when they have um, various um, tunings going in terms of uh, um, um, down tunings, and uh, down, they down just two. they yeah. just program it uh, and take one step down or two steps down without needing to uh, carry too many guitars with them. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, so it works pretty well. Uh, a lot of guys use that, and uh, it's uh, a unique feature. And this applies per rig, if you like. Yes, yes so definitely. So for each song, for each tone, you can uh, program your uh, transposition yeah. and uh, you know gone are the days when you were envious of the keyboarders because they just hit a button and uh, uh, it was a whole step uh, yeah. down and you had to figure out a completely set of new chords or uh, retune your guitar so and now if you, if you have just forgot the, your capo so you can do the plus tuning so capo two or something like you want to do Actually, that's a good idea because uh, I just realized um, something. There's a friend of us, uh, you know him as well, we just talked about him, uh, Kayla, yeah. uh, who uh, created an app which um, gives you uh, uh, alternative versions of chords um, with the help of a capo, just a simple system to, if you lay down some chords and you uh, 
start the capo and play some different chords, you're actually doing uh, alternative versions of the Inversions same chords. chords. If you want yeah. to double and stack uh, uh, guitar tracks, you know, Tim Pierce style, this yeah. app is called Chordfire and this requires you to have a capo. But yeah. as you just uh, mentioned, this one here, um, uh, it's, it's, uh, this, this works then with the, with the transpose as well. So and we have, here we have capo two, so plus two, so with yeah. chords, single notes no problem yeah and with hey. chord fire for example if you put the capo on three you know and play these chords, um, you have an alternative uh, track with uh, different voicings, and um, yeah, that's chord fire. Um, shout out to this one. I haven't realized that that uh, this works like a capo as well. Yeah, of course, sure. Okay, For, forgive me my excitement. And <laughs> let's go back to uh, the editing stuff. Going back to work uh, and adjusting the lights again. So here we are. So that was uh, transpose two, and we go to the normal stuff. Then we have here rig volume, volume pedal settings. So uh, location input, location uh, post stack, what you want, the range for the uh, volume pedal, um, and the tempo to to set the tempo. Import. Here's here's yes. the thing. Be, be, before you move on, maybe uh, show um, the locations um of the volume pedal because that's something i just realized and we utilized this uh, with the latest uh, videos we did this the shorts if you put the volume pedal pre-stack um you can have the tone shaping happening with the first two effect slots like um boost or a, a compressor and if you turn the volume pedal down then you don't change your compressor settings so the mm -hmm. tone yes. stays intact just with less gain and you can drive then uh, with the level uh, just the amp without changing the stuff that you created before yeah. that we used uh, for um, the the uh, the shorts doing the the playthroughs with the with the profiler uh, mm -hmm. a couple of days ago which is which is which makes a lot of uh, makes a big difference and i just discovered this uh, a couple of days ago so Great. yeah, I just wanted to. Yeah, for, for all up. the people who who are using these volume settings and gain structure settings uh, on the pedal, uh, instead of uh, using the volume knob on the guitar. So um, okay. Next thing is down there FX assign one and two. So that means uh, we have two knobs and two buttons on the player. Um, where you can switch on and off effects and you see it here the pure booster module B is uh, can be switched and uh, edited on the player and the delay module um, you can change it maybe for module A then we can change the noise gate but uh, this is not <laughs> very common to do that <laughs> so uh, it's better to, to have the, the pure booster switch so you can 
adjust module reverb so the modules just for for information are called module a this is the first one module b then the module delay and the module reverb if you have a chorus here on the module delay it's fine so it's not only for delay it's just named delay okay so this is the rig menu and I've yeah nothing uh, something no, no. to add please no, uh, uh, you just uh, you're just approaching it uh, uh, I will chime in later I guess okay so, uh, please go on uh. do you have something just just interrupt always so uh, here is the noise gate and the clean sense parameter clean sense is nothing to uh, yeah for for input settings it's just how the gain knob reacts so that means if you have a distorted sound and you turn the gain down and the uh, maybe the volume gets louder i had that with my twin profiles then turn the clean sense down is it's nothing for uh, if you change guitars uh, to to adjust the input gain this this is just for the the uh, yeah the the way the the gain knob reacts and the volume it's just a little second volume for this gain settings okay and we have a i think full episode about clean sense clean sense yes if if you go back um, a couple yeah. of of episodes yeah so just for for information for for the new uh, guys who, who own a player or a profiler. Okay, then we have the effects menus. Stop. Nothing. Stop. <laughs> yes, okay. Here's a very important thing, what I think, because uh, here um, every slot is uh, very, very expensive. Yes. As we have only two slots uh, in front of the, uh, the stack. And if you go to the uh, input menu again, um, a lot of people don't realize that um, I think, and this this is personal and subjective as well. Um, in a lot of presets, there's this noise gate two to one or four to one uh, in slot A in the yes. effects, and for most everything which is not a metal tone, this is totally utterly useless, and it's just uh, uh, occupying uh, a slot because. Yeah for all medium gain and even cleaner stuff and edge of breakup stuff uh, the noise gate in the input menu is much more effective as it's an um, adaptive uh, noise gate which is highly intelligent and uh, very smoothly uh, uh, takes care of your noise and your hiss especially when you're working with the volume knob uh, it's it's uh, um, much more effective and uh, it frees up one slot for um, yeah. a, a real effect in the front and it's only um, these these noise gates the hard cutting noise gates are very important for um, guys who are into metal stuff and and a lot of um, gain and overdrive uh, to to really hard hard cuts and, and uh, cut out the noise so that's um, I think very important advice because then you have two slots uh, in front of the M for some essential tone creation um, I think the the intention of using this noise gate at slot one uh, Burka told me once um, was to have it visible so some people maybe they, they work with a volume knob and then a noise gate at some time uh, depending on the guitar you're using, cuts out 
something. And if you don't see this noise gate, so in the input, you definitely don't see this noise gate. But if you see a slot with a noise gate, you think, okay, the noise gate's cutting my, my tone. Okay, I turn that off. So uh, that was, I think, the intention. But uh, it's, yeah, with, with the player and the limitations of the player, uh, it's definitely too much. So I can show you. We have the noise gate here. Ah, the light. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Leave it. Leave okay. it. Be yes. Because because we can all see. Um, yeah. Okay. What's going on? Um, turn the noise gate off. You hear the hiss? Oh, just very, very faint. Yeah. Right. I hear it here. Okay. So. And goodbye. Yes. And yeah. you. So and. and and that's really, really effective, especially when you uh, roll down your volume knob, because that noise gate here um, is, as I said, an adaptive noise gate, which deals uh, uh, um, in a friendly way with your signal if you run, run down uh, uh, the volume knob. This other noise gate just cuts it. And um, mm -hmm. they are so different that this explanation before just doesn't really work. But anyways, now you know. Um, you are you you have this this alternative in terms of uh, uh, noise gates there definitely okay so next one yeah we have the slot one if you want to now change an effect go to this one here and you see all the effects that are available maybe a booster take the pure booster confident and you're done. So we have the pure booster here. We have it here also, but uh, it doesn't matter. Um, it's nice to have pure boosters to set the next one at 2.5 and the first one at 1.1 and you have three gain stages uh, with a really neutral sound. Okay, next thing, amplifier. Oh. Again, sorry, uh, here's a question. Um, would it be per possible to um, assign the two, two pure boosters to the effect switches as well? Yes, yes of course. Um, um, so take it away from the um, delay. Um, okay, we go to the rig. Let's say FX1 is module A, FX2 oh, yeah. is module B. Yeah, okay, and, or, or even... Um, the second one, there were some options uh, under module B, um, the FX2 switch. Could you hit? Um, ah, okay, so you can't combine. Ah, it doesn't matter. Uh, um, yeah. So that's fine. But then you have three um, three gain stages, indeed, yes. and you can switch them with the, with a the foot switch. That's, uh, you, you, that's uh, also something. Therefore, you, you need to uh, do some advices in the system menu that you um, maybe have Rick, uh, Rick next on foot switch one, then on foot switch two you have effect button one or effect one and effect two or a module, it's a module FX one and FX two, yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's take it, FX two, mm -hmm. and normally, yes, so I'm pressing Foot switch three, mm -hmm. second pure booster, and the other pure booster. Mm -hmm. 
So it's it's easy to uh, change these settings on on the uh, these these foot switch settings. Mm -hmm. Okay. All while you're standing up and uh, yeah, playing your guitar and keeping your <laughs> uh, your knees from getting yeah, stiff while kneeling in front of your pedal Sometimes board. from the backstage. So I had at a gig when I was playing with a uh, with a stage profiler stage, and I was backstage having my iPad on, and uh, yeah, it was connected to the stage, so I could <laughs> backstage while eating, having dinner, uh, reprogramming all, all the stuff on the pro profiler stage, and it's really fine. Yeah. Why not? Or um, what I did when we were, uh, um, yeah, when we were recording the uh, the videos with uh, with mm. with Kayla, um, he wanted when he was uh, increasing the gain with uh, the expression pedal, he wanted to have uh, um, the delay switched off, but um, he was busy doing what he did, and so I had the app in the background uh, while I was filming and was just switching on uh, remotely uh, mm. the delay. So. Your tech, as yeah. well, when you're performing, can do stuff for you. Uh, because we had this one story, uh, um, this from Eden Ho, who's with the German band Die Höhner from, no. from uh, Cologne. Um, and he was saying sometimes uh, he has a hard time to run back from his solo spot to his switches. Mm. And he was asking if there's a possibility for his guitar tech to um, have a second option to uh, switch him back to his uh, normal uh, rhythm sound and he has a stage so there's no possibility to add a second remote to this mm -hmm. so uh, that's also an option just to yeah. use uh, the wireless stuff to uh, do things like this and this is so convenient and yeah. um, opens so much um, opportunities and also for um, you know um, when in the old days, when the last day of the tour was, the last show of the sure, uh, tour, usually... Uh, uh, I know the these days. <laughs> the, the, crew, the crew played some tricks on, uh, on the bands. And uh, I've been there once or twice, and uh, this can get really nasty. <laughs> okay. Next... Okay, we, we leave the screen now. Um, we have the AMP menu. Um, yeah, AMP model for liquid profiling, everything like on the real, on the big guys. Um, the settings for gain base middle and you have definition and AMP volume. So um, a bit less parameters for uh, as on the stage and head but to be honest um, I don't miss something uh, it, definition is my go-to parameter and I don't use bias I don't use uh, the other stuff the direct uh, mm -hmm. volume sometimes the compression but uh, if you have a compressor you can do that also too so um, fine Bright cap intensity, very interesting. Check that out. And uh, we go to the cap. You can uh, add pure cabinet. 
it's uh, set to zero from factory settings and then we have here's another um intervention yes. excuse me again yes. Uh, because Pure Cabinet, for all the new player guys uh, who okay. are most probably not familiar with Pure Cabinet, um, this is also a, I think, camper only, very unique mm. functionality. Because <clears throat> if you listen to a guitar cabinet, uh, you have a very round, excuse me, tone, and uh, you don't have don't have so much high frequencies there because a guitar speaker can't and should not uh, produce these but once you stick a microphone in front of a guitar speaker you get this microphone high treble frequencies which is like um yeah really high and a little bit uh crackly crisly this stuff in uh, uh the mic uh, guitar tone which some really like and some don't like at all and uh, that's usually the point where people have a hard time getting into the mic'd cabinet signal versus the amp in the room tone uh, standing in front of a, a, a guitar cabinet so with pure cabinet to cut a long story short now uh, you can if you increase pure cabinet it will take out um, uh, the microphone aspect of the mic'd up cabinet and uh, it gets rid of this high grizzly uh, uh, tone. Season to taste, season uh, responsibly, uh, because uh, if you go too far, uh, uh, it makes the yeah. cabinet sound a little bit dull. But uh, if you uh, like it a little bit smoother without the uh, um, high frequency stuff, um, go for it. And this also uh, applies for each rig so you can um, use it with a different setting for every uh, a rig you're using and that's this really really makes a difference and especially for recording and for your in-ears as well mm, yeah. a lot a lot of artists uh, uh, um, praised this when um, this was available because the guitar tone you get into your in-ears it's much, it's much smoother and not so um, sizzly as uh, uh, as if you would run a usual normal normal uh, and you mm -hmm. you hear the difference a bit better with high gain sounds or at higher gain settings yes just for for information absolutely okay going further um next thing delay effect module so the same if you want to change something go here and uh, here you have the effects on the right side you have some settings some presets for the effects just if you like to um, get inspired um, here you can uh, turn them on and this one here is uh, the copy and paste functions so if you have a setting in one rig for let's say for the two tap delay you can copy that then uh, turn on the other rig go to the uh, effect module that you want to have this effect there and then you can paste it if you have copy let's say here uh, wait and now you can paste it and uh, have the delay on that module where, where you want to have it but you can also if you like to change modules you can do it the easy way 
Mm -hmm. so. <clears throat> okay, next output menu. So here's the main, the settings for the main output. If something's too loud, you can turn on the pad and you get minus 12 dB. Um, a low cut, high cut for all rigs, if you like to, some people prefer that. Having a high cut because the guitar speaker, as you said with the microphone, the guitar speaker only goes to maybe 6K. And so now you can have this high cut about 6K or 7K, but uh, to be honest, I don't use it there. I want to have this uh, shaped all the way and uh, I do my, my sound settings in the rig menu and uh, I leave that at off. So then you have the monitor out, it's set to stereo. If you're using um, um, a guitar cap, you can turn off the cabinet. And um, then we have the phone settings, pure cabinet settings also here. you can. Do it here too and the camper cone settings when you um, have a camper cone speaker or the camper cabinet connected to the profiler player the the active cabinet um, then you can use the speaker imprints and everything so this is finally everything yeah if you like to store the rig press store um, if you like to store the rig as a new rig a different rig you can press store as new and place it to somewhere else do we have something to add <laughs> this, time, <laughs> this time not at all um, did i forget something <laughs> no ex except for um for example if you copy the reverb setting or so yeah and then you hit the the matrix switch and you go really far to something completely different activate that and then you hit just uh, paste uh, that's really convenient to yeah navigate around and uh, i can show you so uh wait no a it's fine it's fine yeah, okay. uh, because i think this is uh, quite so everybody quite really transparent because um especially for the people who um own a profiler and want to get your, their stuff um out of the player for you know bread and butter situations or uh, um the new people who quickly want to have their tones because uh, you know this thing is full with uh, i think 50 different rigs mm. just as an offer to to uh, to to get going but quickly i guess um uh, you will find your go-to rigs yes. your go-to tones and realistically it's always variations of maybe five six if at all uh, uh, basic M settings and then variations in terms of, uh, you know, different effect settings and stuff like that. And that makes it really, really uh, convenient because when you can fill in your banks with your rigs and quickly with this copy function, uh, add the variations, the effects, the variations to this. And uh, this caters for a lot of um, sonic possibilities even with uh, uh, the limited amount of effect slots because you can simply call up a copy of your same rig yeah. with a different set of effects in the next bank next bank and uh, um, switch really really fast in real one time advice, one advice uh, to do if you have the player um, hook it up with a computer and save all the factory rigs that you have 
on one in one um, yeah on one place on on the in one folder mm -hmm. um, just to have them there and then now you can change your rigs and uh, if you like to go back to something oh man i i have in, in the blue bank there was one sound uh i i did override it so you have them already there so that that's what was the first thing i did when when i got the player so just making this uh settings back up so so i have all the the rigs that are in the factory content yeah. and then yeah. then you you might go like you did with your uh go to uh, one rig rules it all um and and place it at one bank with with different effect settings and you're done yeah absolutely and oh if you mentioned that um this uh, i found out that uh, <laughs> this became pretty popular even with the uh, kaylee uh, because he decided to use that on his video yeah. and also yesterday we had uh, Ruben here at the house and the uh, video will be there soon um, who brought his pedal board with all his pristine um, very special fuzzes and, and uh, um, uh, special devices and uh, we hooked it up to the player on his pedal board and he went for <laughs> that very rig as well the covenant dynamo which is uh uh yeah thank you the famous <laughs> and, the famous one <laughs> and also i mean you guys look for it on um the rig exchange it's out there it's for free you can have it as well and uh, uh it's really pretty dynamic and uh, uh seems to work for a lot of uh, different people as well so it makes things easier just go for it so yeah that's about it, I guess. Yeah. Only if you have something to add. Um, I have something to add, actually, because um, this guy here is also available um, here. And um, you can have this in your pocket and have the same functionality as here with a big screen. And also, you can have it now with Android devices. That's really, really important because that's pretty new. And uh, you can use your phones, your Google phone, any phone that runs on Android, and also uh, the tablets, of course, and especially um, the Kindle, you know. The, the Amazon, Amazon. Yeah, the reading devices and the Kindle Fire, which is uh, the color version of that reading device. Um, it's that cheap. It's like, I don't know, you get it for 89 bucks or something. Uh, it runs Android and uh, you have basically a big thing like this uh, in form of the Kindle Fire and then you have your screen for your player or for your stage or for all the profilers out there. Of course, the, the big guys need to be connected to a router with a cable, but uh, then you can control them wirelessly as well and it makes, uh, it's worth it because you are able to much uh, more precise dial in your tones, um, especially volumes and things like, like this when you're uh, uh, able to um, update your stuff quickly and conveniently during the rehearsals. Yeah, and especially also for the guys who are running uh, in-ears, uh, it's also um, very convenient. So. That's about it from my maybe today at a kind of overexcited um, 
uh, contribution here because uh, I really like this convenience and uh, the quality it offers to you to get your tone to exactly where you want it to be and where it needs to be. And thanks, Thomas, for the detailed uh, information. And uh, yeah, again, you were the guy with the guitar and not playing. <laughs> I played two notes. <laughs> sorry, sorry for that. It's, it's, it's like you know uh, the the Big Lebowski. You know they they didn't bowl in the whole movie, but always have the sitting at the bowling center. Right. It was only this Jesus guy, right? Who did he? I, I never. I, I think I never saw uh, the dude playing bowling. No, the dude didn't. But yeah. this other guy, or maybe he was just doing the thing with the. With a bowling ball. We need ball. to watch the movie. <laughs> we need to rewatch the movie, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's basically it. It's uh, been pretty fun today. Um, sorry for us not playing, but I mean, you guys can play much better than at least yeah. I, because I have not enough yes. time to practice. Thomas does. That's what he does. So that's always great. Anyways, <laughs> um, before it's uh, going completely um, off. Uh, let's end it here. Thanks a lot, Thomas. You're welcome. Uh, we'll be back soon. And uh, I will be at NAM with all the camper guys um, from now on next week. So most probably when this episode hits next Thursday, Thursday, we are at NAM. Mm. And uh, we try to do something from NAM as well. Uh, maybe I can get Christoph to um, have a word. We'll see. Otherwise, um, Bye, see, and see you next time with uh, with Thomas again when we are looking at some rigs. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>